Hello and shalom. Welcome to the Permission to Heal podcast. You're in the right place if physical pain and distress has been dominating your life and getting in the way of you pursuing your deepest dreams. We're here to show you how all that can change. Healing is inevitable when we create the environment within to facilitate that healing. My name is Viz Richards, your inner desire goddess, and I'm here with my co-host, Julie Allen, your health angel. And welcome to our first episode of our Permission to Heal podcast, which is our journey. And this is going to be about how our souls met and how we came to this point in the journey and what it's all about and let you into a little bit of insight onto where we focused our efforts on healing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pass over to my gorgeous co-host, the inner goddess, (laughs) Viv, and she's going to share her journey with you. Over to you, Viv. Thank you so much, Julie. Thank you so, so much. Yes. So it's so interesting when you talk about the journey because you it's almost like, where do we begin? And when I think about my journey, especially when it comes to self-healing, I always found myself going back to a place in my childhood where I grew up without having my dad around. And this to me was the beginning of what forms some of the beliefs that I have held onto as I've gone through life. And it's so interesting how these beliefs play out in your day to day. You know, I'm 40 years old now and I'm still experiencing some of the effects from the beliefs that I had formed from such an early age. And the the word that kind of jumps out at me is um, around rejection, because that was the feeling that I felt just not having my dad in my life in the way that I would have loved to. Um, But it's just funny how it showed up over and over again, this idea around rejection, as in different events that kind of happened in my life. And ultimately, what I found that as much as I, you know, was afraid of this feeling, I didn't want to experience it. This was the very thing that I was experiencing. So I was attracting the very thing that I feared. Um, But it turned to a certain point when um I was almost rejecting myself and this is when I noticed um you know these deeper feelings of um was it a lack of self-worth you know that's when I noticed that this was happening because I then turned in on myself and began to reject myself as in reject my body and even the language I would use towards myself um the negative self-talk was just ongoing Um, But it just created a real disconnect from me and my body. And I almost treated my body as if it was the enemy, you know, that it was against me and didn't work in the way that I wanted it to. And I think this was mainly because of how, you know, the relationship that I had um, developed with myself. Um, And at the time, you don't really think of it like that. You just find a way to deal with these emotions you know we develop natural strategies to dealing with these emotions but as I've begun this inner work I'm starting to unfold or almost uncover some of these beliefs that have been 
hiding almost underneath all of my pain. Um, and I always look at it like this, you know, even if it's physical pain that you're experiencing, at its root, there is usually some form of emotional pain, you know, sat at its root. Um, but it was this that I was addressing when it comes to my healing journey. Um, and I think because I'm in a place now where I can, I'm the observer, you know, I can look back and see how these events in my life have been attached to these emotions that I've held onto um, and, and led me to re reject my body and in turn, my body has not worked for me. Um, but it's really since my professional work as a massage therapist um, and beauty therapist that I got a bit more in touch with the body because even though I wasn't helping myself, I found such a strong desire within me to helping others, especially when it came to their self-worth um, and also helping to ease and manage pain. So I went down the road of um, working as a management um, therapist, so using massage therapy to help ease um, that that physical pain and it was fantastic as in it did the job as in easing the tension within the muscles but those um, effects was always short-lived and I always wanted to do so much more um, to serve my clients and almost empower them to to help themselves because I found that when I wasn't there you know it's almost like the need for me was pretty much every day but this wasn't a reality it wasn't real it wasn't I, easy to do um so you know this is when I then came across coaching and I tied the two together and this to me worked fantastically um so in my efforts to helping others I found that it was almost impossible for me to avoid looking at myself within so it was a two-way work you know my compassion was way up there because I had the want to help and I could understand some of the things that my clients were going through um, and I could really um, really just get into their world in a way um, and really help to um, just help them around dealing with um, their emotions but I found that in helping myself I was better equipped to helping others and the journey has just kind of gone on from there. Um, and it's just so interesting how it's played itself out um, in my life today. Um, and But this is what I'm, I love now. I'm so passionate about helping people, especially suffering with chronic pain um, and illnesses, um, because I believe that with the amount of pain that we go through, there is an equal amount of joy on the other side and it's finding that place I guess in the middle somewhere in the middle is where we need to kind of enter in because I always feel like with pain it's not something to be avoided we have to go through you know we can't always go around it to the left to the right it's almost like we've got to go through so that place in the middle is your end or finding healing and finding success um so this really is um what I believe is going to help in this healing process. Um, and it was just so funny, like with all of what I'm learning, with all of what I'm understanding, um, 
how we came about meeting, you know, we we are we've kind of taken similar paths as in career wise and we've ended up on this coaching path and we connected through um our training, you know, we on the same training program and um I th- I think when we first connected because we we caught we'd got in touch to kind of help with, you know, where I was a bit weaker, you were a bit stronger, we could help with each other and vice versa. Um, But I think our first conversation, we didn't even talk about that. Literally, sparks just started happening. I think when we connected, it was just about, there's a mission here and we have been divinely brought together. (laughs) It's almost orchestrated in this the universe could have knew the path that we wanted to go on. Definitely. Honestly, it really, really is. And this is why I'm so excited because I just feel like it was meant to be. Um, and what we're bringing to- together, you know, is going to be so powerful and really going to impact um, the people that are listening, the people that join our programs. It's really going to make such a difference in people's life. And that's what we're hoping. That's what we're really hoping. So um, that's a little bit about me. Um, <laughs> let me pass it over to you. <laughs> well, it's, it's really interesting because when you were speaking there, there was certain things that were really coming out. And our paths are so similar in that, you know, we both followed that beauty therapy um, route. We both followed that massage route. Um, and we always wanted to help others. And I always, when I think back now, I really think back of like the the when we want to help others, we were actually masking something ourselves. And we both specialised in pain and we both specialised, you know, we both wanted to help people with chronic pain, which is where we're at now. And it's, I don't know about you, but the, the, the fact that we wanted to help people with chronic pain, people help, we wanted to help people feel better. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but it's, you know, that used to make me feel better. So sometimes I didn't have to face what was going on myself, you know, the chronic experiencing the the things that were going on in my head, because when you go into that treatment room or you go into that, you know, into your clinic, you put this face on, you are Mm. the therapist. You are the one that they want to open up to. You are the one that is going to give them the advice, the support, the treatment, the result. So you have to be that certain person. And that is great when, you know, when someone's dealing with inner pain and just doesn't, you know, and inner feelings and just doesn't really know how to to, to deal with it, sometimes you mask it. It's and I true. think, you know, our paths are so the same and we, we've ended up helping others so much to the point where our chronic pain has just, you know, our pains and our fears have just literally unleashed and it's made us follow this amazing spiritual journey, which has which has brought us to here. Um, and I just, you know, I think it's so nice that we resonate so much in our journeys. Mm. And um, yeah, it just really, really excites. It really excites me um, that we go the same. My story, you know, my story is a little bit different. Although it does, I do believe that we all we all start from from ch- childhood. And I know probably if I look back, and I've only learned this probably just recently when I've really done that sort of inner childhood work, mm. is that a lot of what our trauma, and I used to say, no, my childhood was amazing. I had had a brilliant upbringing, you know. I had the perfect family, um, the most amazing parents, you know, and, and, and then they still are. Mm. And 
but it still comes back. And I was like, well, it can't be, you know, there can't be anything there because I didn't have any issues. But when I think about it, I grew up with a disability and mm-hmm. um, birth. And I was always trying, having to pr- be some, I was always having to prove myself constantly. It was always a case of, oh, Julie can't do that because she's got one arm. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, Julie can't do that, you know, because oh, she hasn't got two hands. Or, oh, let me do that for you. And it made me very, very determined. And it made, even in, in primary school, I remember getting my Blue Peter badge. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And um, it was for weaving. I don't know if you remember, you used, you used to have a weaving machine mm-hmm. in, in school where you used to put like this wooden thing through like this wall and you used to pull it and it'd yeah, make it like a big skull. So they sent it off to Blue Peter and I got this Blue Peter badge and I got this certificate. And it was just determination because do you know what? Everybody else could do it. So I wanted to do it better. And I always remember we used to play, we play netball in primary school. And it was always a case of, well, I'd have to sit on the side because what, how can she play netball? She's got, she's got two hands. And that made me determined, very determined. So I ended up, you know, being very good at netball, um, which led me into, you know, quite good at sport um, in secondary and was really really competitive really competitive you know if I ran I had to win if I <laughs> if I played netball I mean I was goalkeeper so no one could get the goal in you know it was a case of you were you were so competitive but this go forms into life where you're always trying to be something that you're not you know you're always trying to be you always people look at you in one way and you want them you want to be like everyone else and that everyone else was normal in my eyes you know that was they were they were the people with two hands they were still there so as normal so I started to believe that I was actually you know they were normal and I was like well I want to be normal so mm. you start you start being someone you're not and you start hiding things because you're not mm. and I don't actually think that I really realised this until until I was well <laughs> until quite recently, because lots have happened um, over my life where I've hid away from it because I wasn't used to being the person that I could be. So if I give you an example, my um, my my both my children are premature, um, but my my boy was born um, very early at twenty five weeks. And um, to be honest, he should be here now, but the angels decided he was going to be with us. And it was, it was a tough, you know, it was really tough. We lost him three times. We had the priest come to, um, come to the neonatal ward. I didn't know why. And the priest arrived. And now I do, you know, the priest arrives, you know, the child's not got much hope. Um, You know, we were three hours up the country where I had a three-year-old and she was she didn't see her mom and you know and this whole time you are being again this strength this support and mm-hmm. I again was I was scared I didn't know but I was I put that I'd been so used to putting this face up you know this this persona because of of what I'd gone through I then become this you know this person that could deal with it, this this strength around me, you know, this this outer being that you know that that, that became this protector, and I, and and I went through all of this trauma, but I didn't have to deal with it because I was so used to being someone else. Yeah. And you know, for most people, you can crumble. You know, I, I 
gosh, we went through experiences in um, in hospital where, you know, I had to go to a, a, a friend that I met while I was in there because obviously you, you develop quite strong relationships with people who are going through the mm-hmm. same thing and she lost the baby. And we had to go to the, you know, we went to the funeral and there's lots of things you go through. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I actually really deal, dealt with it. And it's, I you go back to that what you're growing up so I was you know I put this cape on this cloak was my protector when you get on mm-hmm. and then other things happened through my life where again you know I could have crumbled literally could have crumbled but you know you put this cloak on and then you can go through but I think there is only so many times someone can put a cloak on yeah only so many times that you can be that you know Sometimes, you know, if you put too many coats on, you actually run out of room, don't you? You know, you, you, Mr. Weed doesn't get any bigger. All of a sudden it goes, hang on, I can't get another sleeve in. And I really feel that is what happens to some, you know, to, to, to ourselves. And what happens with that is, you know, you then, your inner body then comes out. And for me, that's where I really started to notice chronic pain. I really started to notice you know, mental health, I really started Mm. to, I wasn't the person that was always on there. I was the little true self inside. And that little true Mm. person over the years had broke, you know, and unfortunately the cloaks had run out. And Mm. that's where it came out and the pain, you know, and the physical pain and the chronic pain and the mental pain. And and unfortunately um, it resulted in a quite a, a, a nasty breakdown um and it nasty it involved in, in 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 physical in physical pain which um you know has has resulted in quite a lot of operations and things like that and but what 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 i'm trying to get to is we have we have this trauma but sometimes we just don't know how to deal with it so we don't deal with it and it's not until something breaks through and you get to the other side of that, that you actually start to realise and find out the mechanisms that actually mm-hmm. can help you deal with chronic pain, um, you know, trauma. And I think I was in beauty because I wanted to help people with chronic pain and troubles. And it was because I, I obviously had this inner experience that I could re- really reach out and feel people and I think that's where our story comes about that's how we met because you know we both shared our past and I obviously had on on a on a on a on a recording um and I think we both have experienced things that you know are have brought us to the position we're in now and we are fortunate now that we can help others Mm, definitely hey if you're enjoying this and you'd like to find out more why not pop along to our group over on facebook it's a group of empowering women on the mission to heal for more information just look at the description and click the link and we'll see you over there enjoy the rest of the podcast definitely definitely you know I think it's really interesting, like when you do 
um, almost trace back, you know, these little episodes, these little incidences. And I think sometimes we're, we're just being reminded that we need to process some of these emotions. You know, we, like you said, we put on this cloak and we develop almost a strategy for being, you know, when you're in front of a certain type of people, you will be like this, you will put on this cloak, you'll put on that cloak. But life has a way of reminding us, or I like to look at it as offering us an opportunity to heal. And there will be subtle reminders to begin with, but when we don't listen to these reminders, you know, through our situations or our body, you know, when our body starts experiencing pain, this is sometimes communication to let you know that there is something that needs to be released. And it's about processing some of these emotions or even um, working on some of the beliefs that we've formed because it's this what actually um, brings about our reality. So, you know, when we look back, it's so interesting that we can do it in this way. You know, you're really um, the observer in the situation, but you're noticing that your body or the soul um, has a way of reminding you that, you know, there is healing that needs doing. And I always say that, you know, the soul will never, never let you neglect yourself. And it will remind you in these ways, you know, these circumstances or physical pain, it will remind you in those ways to get your attention. And when it's got your attention, really what it's asking for is self-love. You know, it's asking for you to just love me more, you know, listen to those needs and those wants and those desires you know listen to those things because this is your path to healing and this is the beauty really when it comes to doing this work is understanding that everything that we need to heal can be found from within and we can trust almost this inner guide to guide us on this path of healing but we have to first become attentive to that ear you know to that that sound when it when it almost knocks at the door we have to develop that relationship that we recognize um when the body is calling for healing and healing is not just an overnight thing is it it's, it's it's a process and it will take some time but during this time we are going to see small shifts and small changes and these small shifts and changes is what will make a difference in our reality because how we once dealt with a problem, we deal with it in another way. And I always say, you know, a problem is only a problem until we decide to do something about it. You know, when we take make that decision, when we stand up and say yes, or when we say okay, and in saying that there's a level of acceptance. And this has been um, an important learning for me that you know there is that level of acceptance first for what is and that's the only way we can really offer ourselves the self-love when we we say even though you know this is the situation um and it's it's actually used in um eft because they will use that script as in even though this is the situation i deeply um, and compassionately love myself you know you would offer yourself that love um, and also like when it comes to forgiveness, 
you know, there's a level of forgiveness that we need to show towards ourselves. And our soul is so ready and willing to forgive. And this is what we need to remember. You know, we sometimes avoid feeling these um, emotions and because of what might, you know, what we anticipate might happen. But when we realize that the soul is actually working for us and, and life is actually working for us, we really need to adopt a belief that things are working all for our good. And um, when we think of things in that way, you know, things just look differently. And oh, it's really around yeah. a mindset shift, isn't it? Really it, is. It's like you say, I think you have to remind yourself that tomorrow will come. Yes. It will come. But it's your decision how we step into tomorrow. So, yeah. you know, you can be in a bad place. You can have, you know, people say, you know, the law of attraction, the universe, it brings, you know, it only manifests good. It doesn't mean to say things aren't going to happen that, you know, you don't want to happen, but it's mm. how you choose to take them with you. So you, you know, you can step in tomorrow with a positive mindset and you can deal with situations differently. You know, it's like, like that sliding door, you would go that way or that way. And I mm. think it's a case that you have to make the decision where your mind is to take you forward because your soul will lead you. And mm. the universe really does guide us. It's mm. open to what we want. You know, we we really do put out there and it, we're living on vibration. You know, we're, we're only a being for us to, 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 to hold our soul. So mm. we, really, you know, the universe really is there to guide us and support us. But we have to have the vibration right. So in other words, you have to have the mindset right. Because if your mindset isn't right, then your vibration will not be in alignment. And you're not going to vibrate with the universe. You're not going to, you know, it's not going to be pulling you forward. And we have to remember that we, you know, we are spirits, we are souls. So mm. we have these spirit guides that are going to guide us. And we have to look out for signs. And to me, you know, once you start connecting and you understand the signs, that's when you know you can start to get the help. That's when you know you're going on the right path. Well, that's when you know that you need to, um, you know, work on certain areas of your life to get alignment, you know, to unblock. Um, you know, we both worked with chakras where you unblock the chakras. And, you know, that's to make sure everything's in alignment so that you can physically move your soul forward, mm. not clinging on to any negativity or darkness that's actually pulling our soul back. Mm. So, you know, I think it's all, it's such a journey. Really but it goes, is. you know, back to where we say you, you have to give yourself the permission to heal because until you make that decision that you're ready, your soul won't follow that's so true it's it's so true and i think you know that just provides or opens up opportunities then you know from that place when you you're in an open state you're in a position to receive and it's so funny and it's just so interesting that what you receive in that process usually is in the direction of your what i call your true calling 
or you know your purpose um, and when we kind of direct or uh, give a bit of attention a bit of focus to finding your purpose you find that you know you become in alignment because I believe that we all came here to this earth with a purpose and to share our gifts on this earth but sometimes in order to reveal that purpose we need to learn some lessons in life and these lessons will come about you know through pain you know painful situations or physical pain but the lessons are to move us forward and to grow because we are evolving beings. We really need to move forward through life and not get stuck in these cycles. You know, when we notice that patterns are happening, the same things, the same situations tend to show up in your life over and over again. You may look at that and see that it's it's a cycle, it's a pattern, and this is what needs to be broken. Um, but when we do break these patterns, these cycles, our true purpose is revealed you know step by step you know it's not just the one thing it will be ever going <laughs> you know when it comes mm -hmm. to um working on our purpose and I think being in the present moment will you know will bring you to that point um more closely because you are then given instruction in a way to you know as to what steps to take next because sometimes we can place our thoughts thoughts so far in the future, we miss what help and guidance we've been given in our present moment. And, you know, just this day-to-day -day walk, as long as we focus on that present moment, we will find that there is actually very little wrong in the very moment that we, that we look at, but it's when our thoughts are so you know, sown in the past or projects us so far in the future, we just miss what is actually offered to us in the, this present moment. So yeah. it's just such a journey, um, such an experience. Like life really does have a way of teaching us, um, but it is all to awaken us to something greater. And this is something that I want my clients to um experience that there is greatness you know nobody is exempt from living their purpose whatever condition or whatever yeah. limitations you think you might have you know that is not going to keep you from living your purpose and it's something you know you shouldn't shy away from seeking that because you think that maybe you've got limitations and you can't do things in the way you see other people's doing it you know that's not how we're supposed to live we are unique special ways and when we live from an authentic place you know when we become more of who we are we really do brighten up this world and that's what we're supposed to do we are all lights in this world to brighten up um, a dark place so when when you heal when yeah. I heal we heal the world and this is the idea you know as long as everybody has got their light switch on we're all healing this is when unity comes into it. You know, collectively, yeah. we're doing a work on a wider scale. Um, so, you know, this, this journey is a long journey and it will be a journey for the rest of your life. But, you know, these different parts of your life will just show you whether you are um, growing, you know, if you're evolving, um, if you're bringing about the changes 
that you hope to bring about um, in your life. But it's just nice that, especially the fact that we've come together and we're able to work together. I think unity is a massive um, part of healing, um, being around people who have the same mission. Um, and this is what we really encourage, you know, to really um, create communities because that's what we've wanted to do, isn't it, Julie? We've wanted to yeah. create communities of people who are on this mission um, yeah. to heal. To heal. Yeah. And that's what this journey of uh, podcasts are going to be all about is, is, is working together, you know, using our tools to be able to provide the steps on that on that mission, you know, to heal, the healing journey. Um, it's certainly why we're brought together and um, really excited for the following podcasts um, to develop yeah. and for our community to grow. And I'm really excited because, you know, we need, we need to, like you said a, a little while ago, it starts with opening. You know, it starts with be allowing yourself to receive and opening yourself up to the ability to heal. And I think that's what we're gonna delve into uh, next week on our session. It's been opening your route, allowing yourself to heal, letting yeah. yourself be open for the guides to come in to support you and help you and to be begin your cycle. So it's to begin your journey. And you know, when you open yourselves up, you give your permission to start to heal. And we will be expanding on that. Um, next week in our in our mm -hmm. next session, uh, it's just going to really be able to open up so many opportunities for others to be able to really start to dig deep in themselves, um, because we really do give you the permission to heal. Oh, so amazing! It's so exciting, and I'm so honoured to just be a part of this work. So, yes, we will be doing another episode like you mentioned opening your route and I look forward to what we have to share really do so do I so with that we will love you and leave you and we will see you or speak to you very soon bye bye feel blessed blessed everyone to all my beautiful souls, thank you for listening and always remember the body wants to heal. Your guides are ready and waiting for your permission to heal. Feel blessed.